This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com slash business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Furthest away from your house. Oh, good morning, by the way, David. Morning, sir. How are you? More importantly, good. Mandy's not here today. Why is that? Well, Jessica's here, her friend. Oh, uh, hello, Jessica. Sorry, I just saw a box in the corner. I just thought it was um, the same machine. I do apologise. You've got all. You are individuals. You haven't all just come off a conveyor belt. Well, you have, but you know, you've been individually designed on that conveyor belt. So, um, she just said, "Nice to meet you." Jessica, nice to meet. Where's Mandy? Not that Jessica, you're, you're, you're equally as shiny and as you know, cubic and and Rose I'm sure Island. Is that in America? Greek, Rhodes isn't Island. It? Greek, wonderful. Um, she likes pasta. I've heard uh, Mandy, so hopefully she'll she'll enjoy. Why is she in Greece? What, Why does she like pasta? What's pasta I've heard in Greece? So much about you. She just said, "I've heard so much about you." Hopefully all good. Greek Hopefully is good. pasta. Greek is pa- Greek is Greek isn't pasta, is it? Uh, Italy is pasta, and the Greece are um, the Greece. The Greece. <laughs> what are they? Uh, oysters from the sea. Anyway, nice to have you here, Jessica. Absolutely. Cool, Jessica, I I, didn't I? They are Jessica. I feel like I've really tripped up on the cuisine there. What is Greece then? Greece would be um, Shirley Valentine, sort of uh, the sea lapping against the uh, the ancient walls of the Greek people. I mean, what do they? What they into uh, Greek salads? Is that what we're looking at? <clears throat> I really have. Um, what's the furthest? At which? What's the furthest away from your home? Um, what's the question I'm trying to ask? Oh, New York, the Big Apple. S- sat there in amongst the pips of the apple and uh, watched a Tom Cruise movie, Jerry Maguire. It was the Virgin Megastore, and that is cinema right at the bottom. When you was this? I guess down. this was years ago. Yeah, God, this would have been like 96, mid-90s. I went with my parents. And um, it was quite a revelation because it was like going to Jerry Springer, the Americans... Jerry Springer has the live TV show. The Americans are really loud, not just loud eaters like I get here in West Sussex, but very, very loud. Shouting at the screen. Well, no, what do you mean loud eaters? You get Americans get in of, West Sussex? Um, no, no, no. Um, I mean, like, I my acoustic issue in West Sussex is just um, oh. people bringing in a whole pig's trough full of food and just, you know, jabber the hut eating sort of all around me. Um you know, people consuming, God knows, like nachos and baguettes louder than Michael Bay explosions. You know what I mean? Horrific. But in America, it's more about hollowing. Is it hoolering? Hollowing? They holler at things at the um, at the screen. Go, Tom. Don't let don't let her do that to you, Tom. Really? really sh- is it like oh, that? Yeah, really, yeah, very much so. Really. No, into they get it. involved in the film. They get. It's, for them, it's very interesting. How did you feel about that? Virtual reality. Um, did it annoy you? First, 
I thought, is, is, is Tom the usher? Then I realized they're talking to the man on the screen and it's Tom Cruise. I, I don't know. I was very much um, a visitor of their world sort of thing. I sort of went with it. You know what I mean? But um, So how old were you when you were watching this film? Oh, peak age for, for some pop culture um, intensity, you know, sort of like 18, 19. So I'm there wearing my Nikes and my Ralph Lauren shirt. I'm into all my brands and all the all the advertising. There's no there's no middle-aged man really? cynicism. Were you, were you a brand man back then? Oh, I was a brand man 24-7. Absolutely. Trying to bolster the old ego with a few logos. Definitely. God, you could sing a song, couldn't you, called... I was thinking about that too. Logos and egos. Logos, egos, what comes first? It's the logos, then the egos. Yeah. Dong, 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 dong. Something like that, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Just... No, yeah, that would definitely... God, it makes you realise how, how intensely nerve-wracking it would be if you are making your second album and that's the best you were coming up with. Massive studio in Abbey Road and all you've got is logo and egos. Um, so when you were there, did you feel like, this is my home, this is where I'm going to be making films? or? Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, definitely. I, I keep calling him mate. That's yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, that's fine. That. That's fine. Oh, Mandy. That was an interest. No, Jessica. Sorry, oh, God, Jessica. I thought she back. Sorry, Jessica. Jessica did a funny little noise in there. That would be more natural. Mandy, Jessica, David and Dave. Uh, you know, four we could go and, out you know, for a meal, couldn't we? All? Absolutely. What's that? A rectangle, not a rectangle, a square romance. That doesn't work. I was trying to create a shape there. But instead of a love triangle, which I feel is happening with you, me and Mandy, Jessica could come in and create Why a Why do you feel that, Sammy? I'm not interested in Mandy like that. You bought a dress last week. I don't mean that in an accusative manner, but you bought her actual fabric to hang from her cube. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, um, you know what I mean? I just felt that was a bit of a, um, I don't know, it's fair enough. I feel, feel bad now. I think it doesn't make you a, a, a villain. So, um, did you enjoy the experience of watching a film in New York? Yes, I did. Absolutely. It was just a massive screen. Tom Cruise. And also, you go out on Times Square, and there he is again looking down at you. Jerry Maguire. He doesn't make movies like that anymore, Tom Cruise. How do you know? I've never seen it. Oh, Matt. Oh, you'd really like Jerry Maguire. Definitely. It's kind of like, it's your mainstream romantic comedy, but it's got... um, it's Cameron Crowe, so it's got that author, director, extra flourish to it. What else has Cameron Crowe done? He's done Almost Famous, uh, um, Say Anything. Um, Almost Famous is really good. That's definitely worth um, checking out. That's where uh, a young kid who's a wannabe journalist goes on a, um, a tour of a rock band. Right. And it's based on uh, Cameron Crowe because he was a bit of a prodigy growing up. He was incredibly bright and he was pushed up at high school grades. Like he was like 13, but he was already sitting. He's like end of year high school uh, exams. And then he started writing for um, Rolling Stones when he was like 15. And he went on a tour with a rock band. Rolling Stones or Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone, you're quite right. The Stones is the band, right. the Stone is the magazine. And it's also it's a bit of a biopic. Um, Vanilla Sky, we bought a oh, zoo. We bought, that's, see, based, our, that's based down here, we bought a zoo. Not oh, quite, is it really? It's like five minutes away, that zoo. Wow. Do you know what? That is interesting because Cameron Crowe had a really um, big period with things like Almost Famous and Jerry Maguire. And We Almost Bought a Zoo was when his career kind of plummeted. We sadly. bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. We almost bought a zoo. That could be the sequel. This time we did it. We didn't like chicken out the the last second. The prequel. We almost bought a zoo. We almost bought a zoo, and then the main one we bought a zoo, and then we sold a zoo. We sold that. Be the trilogy. The whole box set. We sold a zoo. We sold a zoo. Didn't like it. Let's get rid of the llamas. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he had a little. um, Sorry, David. It was. um, That's all right. It was filmed in Dartmoor Zoological Park. No, the book follows story follows me buys and moves into a dilapidated zoo. Now Dartmoor Zoological Park. 
It's Matt Damon who stars in it. I've totally forgotten the film even even existed. Do you know what? People don't even mention it. He did another film. See if you can find it on there, starring Orlando Bloom and Kirsten Dunst. <clears throat> I think it was after Vanilla Sky. What's that one called? I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Elizabeth Town. Yeah, now that was the beginning of his um, downward spiral. Then he did another one with Bradley Cooper. There's one uh, called A Lower. That was a massive flop. Bradley Cooper, Reese Witherspoon, and he's never survived since. He's never come back since, unfortunately. It was a it was a massive, massive flop. Danny and McBride, Alec Baldwin, Bill Murray. Yeah, it, it just didn't do anything at all. And they say that the romantic comedies have never really got back together after that as a genre in cinema. Having said that, the new Julia Roberts Paradise Ticket, Julia Roberts, George Clooney films done well. Okay. And they said it could be the beginning of that genre um, coming back to life in cinemas. It, it, that type of entertainment does well on streaming sites, but um, rarely does as well now in the cinema. Because you just saying, I mean, to end this bit, I'm an Englishman in New York. I'm an Englishman in New York. I'm an Englishman in New York. I said, I'm an Englishman oh, in New York. I'm an, I'm alien. an alien. I'm an, I'm an eagle alien. I'm an Englishman in New York. You can definitely see um, it's got a sort of Sting's got a kind of scar influence, isn't he? David Edwards Movie News. So, David, what's your movie news this week? Now, I think I know what it's going to be. Oh, yes. What's oh, that's interesting. Why oh. was that? Well, I saw last night. Have you seen on Twitter the the images from the new? Indiana Jones movie on Empire magazine. I saw them last night. Very exciting. Yeah, is it Mad Mickelson? Yes, absolutely. Mads Mickelson as a Nazi in the 1960s. Looks good, doesn't he? It, he looks incredibly good. And also Harrison Ford in the front of Empire magazine, wearing his fedora over the face. I know. I felt sad again, David. I know. It's a funny one, isn't it? It's like. Part of me is like, just show your face, pal. You don't have to sort of hide. I don't know. There was an element of that, wasn't there? It's a case of, but then there is a shot of him on a boat. I saw, I've I seen that one. I think he pretty good. I saw that one, yeah, on the boat. I think he yeah. looks good. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So what's your news? Sorry, David, I trampled all over oh, your I toes. Oh, I think less, Indy 5, though, I'm, I'm more than happy to chat about that. The other thing about Indy 5 is there's going to be a lot of motion capture whereby um, they de-age him. Mm. So you're going to get a lot of 1940s. Indiana yeah. Jones, which is um, interesting, but also the um, the outfit I don't think looks rugged enough. I think his trousers. I mean, I'm going into real microscopic elements when you start looking at another man's trousers. You know, you need to get out more. But they don't look like they've been wandering through many tombs recently. No, they don't, do they? It all looks very clean. It looks like a bit of a Halloween outfit. Don't get me wrong. I'll be queuing up on June thirtieth with my popcorn and Tango Blast. I'd love That's to have really just stayed picnic. in 1985, 1986, or whatever, forever. Oh, God, you're just in the womb, basically. Well, you've got these other people called Mum and Dad who pay your mortgage, look after your heating, even if there is a Ukraine war. You don't have to worry about it. And you just fill your cereal bowl up with Cocoa Pops and just watch Timmy Malliot. I mean, it's Nirvana. <laughs> Life's done backwards, isn't it? I've had the good times. They're gone. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ. Okay, so what's your mute movie news this week? Um, so, you know, I am aware that I, I am becoming a bit... Um, predictable? Rep, uh, predictable. But it's just it's just what the movie news is. I'm only just telling you what's happening it, in Tinseltown. Is it all it is? It, it, honest to God, it's, it's you know, I, maybe I just choose my horses well and, and they're just winning the races. This is an interesting one. The new... Um, and I think this sounds... This, to me, is a real... Um, antidote to all the big marvel movies this is going to be a big detective action movie it's uh, do you know um, the steve mcqueen film bullet um which is like the, the classic car the chase film. Yeah, yeah they're remaking that it's not going to be bullet it's going to be frank bullet the detective but he's going on a different adventure and it's going to be starring bradley cooper as bullet and it's going to be directed by spielberg and that's going to be a big, big deal. And apparently, David, um, how are you feeling? 
Jessica! Jessica's not Mandy doesn't interesting. do that. Mandy's Jessica, never done do that like before. Yes, I do. yes, she does. What the goodness me. Do you like Harrison Ford? Yes, I do. Yes, she does. Are these pre-programmed answers or um no, she's is this... talking now? Have you been studying my algorithms or are these genuine reactions? These are genuine. Well, there we go. Jessica, yeah. what did you think of Tom Cruise's latest movie? So-so. Uh, well, you know, you are not alone there, Jessica, at all. I mean, the um, the mainstream populace out there absolutely loved it, but I'd say definitely three out of five. Not bad. Good effort. That's what you uh, said. Yeah, she thought the same. Hundred. Well, we need to find a corner and have a chat, for crying out loud. Okay. Nothing inappropriate, just a corner of the room, just one of those four corners in this room. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Just, just, you know, start interacting on a movie level. So that's amazing. Spielberg's going to do... That's potentially very exciting. Well, it'll be good to see him do a big action-adventure film. The other thing that's big in the news at the moment is um, <clears throat> that apparently a lot of studios are looking into who's going to buy the rights to Tintin Sorry. next. Sorry, David. You've just brushed that off. Well, it'll be good to see the action film. It's like Spielberg's doing an action film called Frank Bullet. I know. I think the thing, I think my side worries I'm always banging on about Spielberg. I'm slightly self-conscious that people are like, is this a Spielberg pod? For no, no, you like, you've got to be you. It's, does it excite you? I've got to live on my own catwalk. Um, yes, it does massively because it's not like him doing one of these big pretentious, like, um, like Lincoln, I couldn't even sit through. And I have to, I haven't even watched the paper. I need to check that out. But it's Spielberg doing escapist popcorn yarn. And, um, I'm well up for that. And also, you know, I'm, I'm sick of the Marvel movies. Everyone loved that new Black Panther film. And I was snoring through it. I just couldn't get through it. So a good old-fashioned, almost John McClane, you know, proper action here. I like a bit of Bradley Cooper in a um, in a heterosexual sense. Not that it doesn't matter. If I did sli slide into a homosexual fascination with him during Act 2 of the movie, what the hell? We're living in a metrosexual world now. I wouldn't be lost. I'd just go with it. But it's a case of, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm well up for that. A, a Spielberg action action movie. Do you know what I mean? Proper detective. Yeah. Um, and also, he's, I can't remember the, the Polish cinematographer, Jans, whoever, is, is visually really impressive. A John Williams score, potentially, in a kind of like sort of retro detective mode. Yeah, it's got loads of potential. I can't wait. Just bloody make it. Get off your ass, Spielberg, and just uh, end it. I know, better respect. Are you talking like that? Oh no! I'm getting. I get aggressive with excitement. When I get excited, yeah. I get aggressive. Like a like I'm, a motorbike. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Up. I'm excited. It does sound good. He's still got the Fablemans to come out, which has gone down really well. Gone down really. We don't get it until January. Annoyingly. Oh, not okay. What? And it'll be out in the cinema. Yeah, out in the, Oh, absolutely. And the Americans get it for Thanksgiving Day. Hmm. Okay. So um, it's, yeah, it's got really good reviews. Incredibly good. Okay. Uh, any more news? Got about 45 seconds of the movie news slot. Um, Tintin, there is talks of, because originally, this is Spielberg again, but we're going to push him aside because he did his Tintin. But then it was the idea that Peter Jackson was going to do the next Tintin because they, they were going to both produce them together and one was going to direct one version, one Tintin adventure. Then Jackson was going to direct his after Spielberg. But Jackson has never gotten around to um, direct Tintin. And um, there's talk that other studios now want to buy it. But I think because Jackson's got the rights, it's up to him if he wants to renew his rights to it. And there's gossip going around um, Tinseltown at the moment that Wes Anderson is interested in doing a, tin a live action Tintin, not CGI. And other people are envisioning Bill Murray as Captain Haddock. But you could imagine Wes Anderson doing Tintin. I don't know if his script writing style would be in keeping with it, but visually with those really rich kind of cartoon what was colors. the what was the, the Tintin movie like a few years ago was that any good I wasn't I wasn't a massive fan I went out my way to see it because it's a Spielberg film obviously but um, he didn't did he direct it he directed it and then Jackson produced it with him and Spielberg directed it and then the idea was Jackson would do the next Tintin film and because the first one it wasn't a flop but it didn't light the world on fire it was kind of pushed to the side a bit my boys are into reading Tintin at the moment Oh, they're great books, aren't they? 
absolutely amazing books. Mm. You're not that. You're not that. Um, I just, I just don't. I can't. I just. You know what I mean? Like a comic strip. I just turn off. You went into comic books as a kid growing up. No, I, I wasn't. I we wasn't said this told. before. Yeah, I really. So, um, so when we do Tintin, I'm like, oh. it is a funny old one. I just wasn't. Um, and also, even in like um, Superman and stuff like that, even when they they went to the screen, I was never hooked in. Having said that, I did enjoy Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. I got yeah. into that. I feel like we're treading over old. We really are, and I died us on so these old Thank you so much lands. for this week's movie news. I thought Thank we were going to do way more in Indiana Jones, but you just mentioned his clean trousers. I know it's nuts. I mean, is I'm it because wo- you're worried about talking about Indiana Jones? I I, I think I do re I, I um I rewander over old ground too much. Oh, yeah, but when I there's a new that. Indiana, he's on Empire. You haven't, do you know what? It's mad that you haven't spoken about him in the movie news. He's out and he's in Empire this month. I know. Well, the thing is, the thing that feared me is that I've already got Spielberg news. The Tintin thing went into Spielberg. Yeah, but I even thought, Spielberg, you went, oh, it'd be good to see it in an action movie. Anyway, on to... <laughs> I know, but it's it's always the fear. It's like when you go on a date, isn't it? I'm not I'm saying this is a date, but it's like a date whereby you want to make sure there's a bit of variety in the conversation type of thing. Because I can just, you know, I can just get stuck in a in a um, like a wasp stuck in a lounge, you know, just banging off the same old walls type of yeah, thing. Yeah, but I like that. I like that. Wasp. Oh, that's the case. I mean, Indiana Jones Five cannot wait, and I mean, I was just. When's it out, David? There. Next summer, June thirtieth. It is out. He knows when's the trailer Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, they, they well they they showed it at the Disney uh, convention because it uh, Expo uh, twenty three, and they haven't actually shown it to the public. I think it'll be Avatar, the new Avatar. It'll be on the front of that. So um, that's what the prediction is. God, you know how the business works, don't you? Oh, I absolutely. There was talk of Black Panther two. It'd be on the front of that, but it wasn't, sadly. Um, but I think it'll be in front of Avatar. David, David, we did say this. When you find out the trailer's out, can you not watch it? Absolutely. And can we watch it together on this pod? Please make that happen. Oh, I will please. Be so like when you say boy, right, I will. When you find it, you say it's out. We need to watch it this Saturday. Definitely. Oh, fantastic. At, we'll watch it step by step, hand in hand, like two podcast acolytes. Yeah, and then, and and then we'll, we'll go together. over it again, stop it every five seconds, have a look at it. Oh, each. yeah, I'll be well up for that. Oh. Well up for that. <laughs> That'd be absolutely fantastic. That's my version of Nirvana, that is. Wait, so do you think that could be this year, the trailer, or not? Oh yeah, I reckon it will come out just before Christmas. I reckon I predict Avatar two because it's Disney, do, isn't it? We could do an Indiana Jones trailer Christmas edition. Oh, apps. Okay, perfect, fantastic. We could even do it anyway. Fantastic. We could do it. What live are the images the that you saw exactly? So it's like Mad Middleton is a, a, a Nazi. Him on the boat. There's also a shot that it's got like um, a space travel element about it, hasn't it? As well, it's set in the sixties. It's the idea that Nazis that. are linked to space travel. Okay. And there's and there's a big nineteen um, sixties image of um, them celebrating a space shuttle um, celebration. I don't know what the word would be. I think it's Apollo eleven being ignited into the air, and that was Scotland, Edinburgh, that was turned into New York. Apparently, there's a big chase sequence there as well. So it's not Spielberg this time. It's James Manigold who directed it. Who directed the last Wolverine film, Logan? Although oh, Wolverine's Spielberg back now. Okay, okay. But Deadpool three. Well, David, thank you so much for this week's movie news. Absolutely, no, thank you, sir. Thank you. I think Spielberg's producing it, by the way, but not directing it. Just, just to leave it on there. But the end of the movie. Let's close that door. Let's move into a new chapter. So this week's this week's movie uh, this week's movie with you. Absolutely. <laughs> Sound like a man who's better than Jack Daniels there. <laughs> this week's movie review. Now I cannot remember what Mandy. I hope she's doing all right. She's in. Uh, she sent me a a. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. I didn't. Even, she sent me nothing. I don't even know she had gone. Oh, yeah, 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 I, she I, sent I, me a picture. Anyway. Um, what was a picture of? Of her on the beach last Thursday. 
to sunbathing. Sunbathing, what, just like a red hot metal cube on a beach? In a bikini. In a bikini, well, I hope so, the bikini. Blimey, should be arrested by the Greek police, for crying out loud. Turning up, it's not mopeds. I keep getting Greece and Italy kind of um, muddled up for some reason. Yeah, it's a really nice shot, actually. She, uh... <sighs> anyway, so um, good grief! There we. Go. I didn't even what? know she was. She, she, I didn't even realize she was abroad. Oh, well, 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 she has to ask for no, my. Um, I didn't anything. realize she was abroad yes. either. Jessica's just said I didn't realize she was abroad either. Oh, thank God! There we go. We've got something else in common: Spielberg and Mandy's bizarre goings on, her globe hopping that she suddenly got into. I didn't even know she had wheels to move between rooms, let alone countries. Yeah, you don't pay her any attention. Anyway. Oh, that, that bridge is burnt now. I, I don't know. Anyway, if you do know she's got wheels because her, her eyes are on the main middle wheel. That's true. Absolutely. Right. So this I never know if she's winking or wheeling. never quite know what's going on. This though. week's movie review. I don't remember what Mandy, the random movie generator, I don't know what she what movie she plucked out for you. It was the sound of music. <gasps> Absolutely. The good old classic. I right, I'm going to have a little... Okay, I've, I've, I've had a little guess of what I think this review will end up as. Okay, David, the sound of music. What did you think? Here we go, sound of music. Let me just prepare my notes, which I've done. Um... Yeah, I would definitely, I would, on the whole, I would certainly say an enjoyable experience. I can see the hype. Seriously? I, absolutely. How many no, no, no. How many sittings? It was three hours long. I know. The length was way too long. I forgot. I don't know if we, um, if I was warned of the length or not. Yeah, no, it I warned you. It was about two hours, too long. Or It's almost like three films. It's like the first film is her dealing with the kids. The second film is a romance with her, obviously, with Chris Plummer. Um, and then the third one is a Nazi escape movie. It literally feels like three self-contained movies. So, so how many sittings? When did you watch it? What, what day? I would literally say it was Saturday. It was pretty much after I left you. Pissed off putting it on? Pissed off? A bit like, oh, what's this about? You know, and then you have a get... voice going, David. You're, this is your job. You should be enjoying. Oh, absolutely. So, yes, so this that real, tells you off, does it? There's a wrestle in the head. It's a WWWF match. WWWF. I think there was too many W's in that. It was, there's a wrestling match in the old head between uh, you know cinema respect and David just wants to lay on the lounge eating donuts and watching Rick and Morty. You know. <laughs> Aspire to more Edwards, you know, try and yeah. embrace the, the history of cinema. So, what's it about, David? I don't know anything about it. Oh, you don't know anything about it? No, well, the, it? the first thing that was a massive revelation, the, the first thing that was a massive revelation is that Julie Andrews, obviously during that period, she had the double whammy, didn't she? She had uh, uh, Sound of Music. Oh, that oh. as well. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we've got to we've got to remember this is before council culture. Do you know what I mean? This is when there really was a, a an audition couch. What? I don't know where I'm going with that. We have to scrub that out. Big whammers and all that. Goodness me! I think they opened doors so back there, whammies. but not now, thankfully. Absolutely. Well, it was that and Mary Poppins. So Sound of Music came out, and then Mary Poppins came out. Um, interestingly, she had filmed Mary Poppins before Sound of Music, but it's Sound of Music that got released, and then it was Mary Poppins. But they're exactly the same films, really. It's um, Parent. It's exactly the same movie. I, I, I was sat there in my lounge on my own, just shouting to myself. Oh, like sat I sat here in my lounge. Yeah, sat here in my, in my lounge on my own, just saying, well, this is Mary Poppins. Were you? I think people upstairs in the other flat must have just thought I was having some kind of turn or something. Or that, or, turd or turn, when you have too much of a turn, you do end up doing a turd. That's too much. That didn't work. <laughs> trying to play on words there. Trying to be a bit of a stormzy on the podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Mary Poppins, obviously the tone and style of Mary Poppins and Songs of Praise, Songs of Praise, Sound of Music. <laughs> Oh, I know what I was just saying. I know, calm down. I'm trying to get my head around it. 
I'm imagining we're on Five Live. We've got our own little section, and you keep screwing things up, son. I know. It's just I don't know why. I'm trying to get my head around the plot. Yeah, basically, songs of praise. Absolutely. Um, it's it's a basically the different tones and styles because um, sound of music is very much. Uh, sorry, Mary Poppins is very much sort of you know very Disney. Well, both of them are very saccharine, but you know, Mary Poppins is more got more of a cartoon element to it. But um, the um, I just, just want to keep calling it Songs of Praise now. The Sound of Music is it's got a they're both about a dysfunctional father where there is a mother mother figure missing and a um, uh, where's the word? Dear God, this is really bad now. Um, a um, What's the word of the person who comes in to look after the kids? I was going to say counsellor, a nanny, not a counsellor, for God's sake. Uh, a nanny comes in and she fills in that motherly-shaped uh, hole in their lives. And um, first of all, she's just, you know, just a purchased member in the background of this upper-class realm, just to, you know, part of the staff to look after the kids. But she gives them the love. This is sound of music. To them. This is Sound of Music, but also Mary yeah, Poppins. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. So with Sound of Music, it's set in um, Austria. And, uh, you know, Chris Plummer's a very well-off Austrian figure. Um, the uh, the mother has passed away. They need a nanny. Um, in comes Julie Andrews, um, who uh, was a nun. She's moved out of the actual nunnery now. And um, she's taking this role. And uh, she's more than just um, a nanny looking after their day-to-day upkeep. She's giving them something you just can't buy, which is a little something called L-O-V-E, love. And uh, also, uh, Chris Plummer's got a stepmother, uh, stepmother, a, a wife, who is now the stepmother of the kids. Can you imagine me pitching this in Hollywood? Julia yeah. Andrews' career yeah. would not go anywhere. This is appalling. No. So- <laughs> This is let's just listen, really bad. Let's listen. This is just, uh, you know. <laughs> let's listen is... to a little bit. It's not. It's excellent. Let's listen to a little bit of the sound of music. Evening. Good evening, children. Good, Good evening, Fräulein Maria. <laughs> Enchanting little ritual. Something you uh, learned at the Abbey? No, um, it's um, um, uh, rheumatism. Excuse me, Captain, haven't we forgotten to thank the Lord? For what we are about to receive, may the Lord make us truly thankful. Amen. 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 I'd like to thank each and every one of you for the precious gift you left in my pocket earlier today. Um, what gift? It's meant to be a secret, Captain, between the children and me. Uh Uh-huh. Then I suggest that you keep it and let us eat. Knowing how nervous I must have been, a stranger in a new household, knowing how important it was for me to feel accepted, it was so kind and thoughtful of you to make my first moments here so warm and happy and pleasant. (laughs) What is the matter, Marta? Nothing. Fräulein, is it to be at every meal or merely at uh, dinner time that you uh, intend leading us all through this rare and wonderful new world of indigestion? Oh, they're all right, Captain. They're just happy. Fantastic. There we go. And I think uh, it really was a nice audio description of what I was just describing then. Yeah. Is that a stress ball you've got there? Yeah. So you're moving something up. I I don't blame you. I I always do it when we do our podcast. Like, fucking hell. 
flip it. I don't blame you at all. No. Just to try and push through it. So the third, the third section of the movie sounds very exciting. Was it? Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately, what I would say is basically. Um, it the, the, some of the music climb every mountain when she talks to the mother climb superior every, every mountain, mountain. <clears throat> sorry climb every peak that is a very soul arousing song i've i've been listening to it on youtube ever since through the week when i had dark glim moments at work i popped on my headphones i found i thought that piece of music was great i really well shot also the other thing is is that um you can tell that they really pushed the boat out with the Technicolor uh, cinematography. There's some amazing shots of Austria, and it's the real locations. It's none of this green screen muckery that you get this day and age. David, did I did I, I get a sense that throughout the movie you were like, this is what this was my original guess that you came away going, yeah, well, I quite like that. Yeah, absolutely. Did you keep yeah, getting absolutely. surprised by... Yes, I did. There was moments when I was going to be... Bo- like, the kids are quite twee at times. It's like, oh, I can't be done with this. Also, Chris Plummer, at times I was thinking to myself, God, you look bored. You're not really... The style of acting isn't up to the level I expected. I then Googled, Googled it, and he wasn't a fan of the film. And in actual fact, he said he used to have a few drinks before each take. I think he called it um, sound of boring or uh, something like, oh, mucus, sound of mucus, he called it. And you could really tell with his performance every now and then. Um, and also way too long, but I was definitely hooked in. The ending... What did you... Sorry, go on, the ending. The ending when they escaped the Nazis, absolutely. I was hooked in with that 24-7. And how <clears> long <throat> is that section of the movie? I would say it's about... Um, 40 minutes, something in that vein. Half an hour. Really? In that it's, sense. It's, it's quite a... Because they use... Because they're, um, they're a famous singing family, aren't they? Because they're well known for their singing and they use it as the opportunity I to perform know. a are local they? event. They oh, are, okay. yes. Right, right. And they use that to perform a local event to then uh, use as a, a cover-up to try and escape in a car over the Austrian border to um, escape um, their community that's being obviously uh, taken over by the Nazis. Oh, wow, <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Do you think so I'd like it, sat down with the children? Yes, I think so, definitely. I do think so. It's a bit of a genre bender in a way. It starts off Mary Poppins, then it goes into more of a romance of her and Chris Plummer, and then you've got the third act, which is definitely a big escape movie with the family. Definitely got some good moments. Buck, <clears throat> um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something to you then. Pause. So, Go on. So def- oh, what would your... Um, uh, movie critics that you hang out with and drink wine in the uh, the, the uh, dining room of the mansion. What would they say of the sound of music? Um, uh, interesting use of Vista Vision cinematography of the Austrian Alps. I much prefer the real locale being shot than merely using digits in the form of green screen with um, you know high definition Disney Plus style technology. But a very um, one-dimensional view of a romance hiding behind, uh, using obvious saccharine tricks with the children to put... Saccharine tricks, sweet tricks. Yeah, yeah, with with the children. To pull the heartstrings. Saccharine tricks. Would you pass me the salt, please, Roger? If I must, I'm in the middle of my book, but I'll put it down to please your taste buds. Goodness me, the salt will kill you. Like your endless watching of Netflix. Both of them are a dagger to the heart. Dear God. They, they would um, they would doff their hat to it. Moments of um, nostalgia, which were pleasant, mm. but um, ultimately very one-dimensional. Mm. You know, puts you into a, it puts you in a cinematic snooze, like any form of nostalgia. Oh. Doesn't allow you to do anything new or interesting or uh, or bold. <laughs> Julie Andrews has been living off that for decades. <laughs> But she does seem... To, what else did she do after those two films in the 60s? She's just kind of... Um, oh, toxic. Utterly toxic. Absolutely vile snakes. Just living in their little pop culture cots. Like Sorry, what was your question? What, what else did she do after it? Would you like me to tell you you're going to continue talking without actually listening? 
very traps you know is that, is it, is, was that a statement or a question if it was a question you were asking for a reply she appeared in a movie called the tamarind seed but if you liked movies you would have known that david very, very true very true and the pink Thank panther you. strikes again oh blimey she's in that i didn't realize that the Pink Panther franchise. Oh, Golden Pond TV movie, Princess Diaries. Oh, of course, Princess Shrek Diaries. The third yes. Queen, The Voice, Enchanted, The Narrator, Shrek, Despicable Me, Aquaman, Minions, Aquaman. Minions The Rise of Gru. Oh, God, Ooh. I didn't even hear her voice. I was reviewing that last week. Well, David, now's the time to, re- to uh, tell us how many... Um, Chuck Ices out of five, you're going to give uh, the sound of music. I shall open the fridge and bring out four Chuck Ices. It's good stuff. It's a pr- If you're in the right mentality... Really? You know, Weekend afternoon, ideally Sunday afternoon, after your roast dinner. You're saying four? I would say four. Too long. Some of the kids are a bit too twee. Christopher Plummer looks a bit bored. I would say the third act, the Nazi escape, is. I got well into that. Because, I mean, you do feel for the family. Okay. Jimmy, you don't want to. I'm liking um, the sound of this, David. You know, what they call it, save the cat, don't they? Say, you know, save the cat. You've got to, um, you've got characters that you start to like and enjoy after the three hours. And I, I definitely want them to avoid the Nazis. I mean, to explain save the cat, it's um, absolutely, because it sounds insane. You want a character to do something like save a cat so they're like a likable. And they manage that within, um, uh, sound of music. Oh, a little beep went off. Is that your? That was my watch. I can't get rid of that beep on my my watch. I sit there with my Casio wristwatch for hours trying to get rid of it. I just can't do it. So the sound of music you're giving four charcoises out of five. Absolutely. Thank you so much, David. I gave it four. No, no, thank you, oh, Jessica. I like. I she she gave it four out of five as well. Is she like a Zuckerberg studying my kind of data, or is she literally kind of? Do you like want to ask genuine? her, or are you going to talk about her, Jessica? Are we genuinely connecting here on a cinematic level, or are you just um, hovering if over my um, digital fingerprints and just recreating everything I want to hear? She said, if "Which isn't a terrible her, thing." She said, "If you'd rather I didn't say anything, I'm happy to remain quiet." Oh no, no, no! Uh, un- unbutton your um, unbutton. I was going to say, unpush your mute button. No one needs to unbutton anything. Not in this world. Not not in the world we're living in now. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Hashtag me too. I salute that. That makes sense. Yeah. Just don't cancel me. Simple as that. I'm, just don't cancel me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I want to be around for, right. for Christmas. Okay. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Silence enough. David Edwards. So, David, this week's movie tips. I always like your movie tips. Absolutely. Okay, so this is an interesting one. It's um, it's a film by Jonah Hill that did really well in the film festivals. And I think I've um, I mentioned it in movie news, but I haven't actually watched it until now. And it's called Stutz. And it's basically a, um, a documentary that he filmed during... Um, the pandemic and it got a small theatrical release It's now on netflix but it did very well at the film festivals and it's um s-t-u-t-z starts and it's about um jonah hill and he directed it as soon as his second movie um uh, having a session with his therapist and starts is a well-known therapist i've heard him on a lot of podcasts like mark Marin. he's like a, a therapist to the stars and it was very interesting when i first heard about it i thought to myself oh this is going to be very self-indulgent you know you know a um an actor with his his um his counselor but um in actual fact it's very revealing particularly about jonah hill during his um uh, kind of like a new millennium period when he was in things like Superbad and the Judd Apatow films and how he really struggled about being an overweight kind of like comedian and um, 
how um, he felt as though he was being very much picked on and he was uh, not being laughed with, but laughed at, which he looks back upon in a quite a paranoid view and, and how it really sort of like messed with his mental health. And, um, but also Stutz talks a lot about his kind of therapy, which is very big in LA. I mean, he's got a lot of like, you know, I knew about him before Jonah Hill, a lot of like big celebrity clients. And it's a lot about breaking out of your um, comfort zone. He talks a lot about how all of us are survive as, um, as biological systems. You've got to keep yourself safe all the time. Am I safe? Is, does this make me safe? But we always become too good at keeping ourselves safe with things we don't even realize, like, you know, staying in eating pizza watching netflix i'm safe now i'm all right now and because of that though um you enter into this kind of you you try and crawl too much into the womb and you don't taste the pure you know nectar of life if you like which is breaking out of the womb and um you've got to break through a pain barrier but the dopamine hit you get will be far bigger and more long lasting if you kind of flex your muscles and um it's finding that balance. I mean, you don't want to start doing parkour off the side of a moving train. Do you know what I mean? But you you can't become too much of a slave to your um, your safety comfort zone. So is this um, is this just set in um, with those two together? That yes, side there's lots side. of cut. There's lots of cutaways though. It's visually very interesting. Lots of animated diagrams, um, visual montages. But it is like a. Um, it's filmed like a counselling session. The two of them. But it isn't just shot reverse shot, black and white. The two of them in a room. Um, but there's lots of really interesting stuff coming out on Netflix. The other thing that's coming out that did really well at the film festivals, because Netflix does that, it poaches these movies, which does annoy people because they would prefer to see them in the cinema, but Netflix poaches them, is the Robert Downey Jr. document. It does. Yeah. Well, there's some really good stuff. I mean, for it before, I'm, I'm going to start tripping over now and going into different directions. But the other one that's coming out next week that I mentioned in a previous episode in the news is the one about Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, by yeah. Chris Smith, the guy yeah. with the American movie. about his father? Uh, yeah, passing away. And that comes out um, next week. So that's an interesting one. But there's another one that looks really fun on Netflix. And I thought, God, I'd have liked to watch that in the cinema. And I, th I believe it's called Troll. And it's almost like a 90s blockbuster action film. And it's about trolls coming to life and stampeding through, almost like Godzilla, but of a troll kind of um, uh, Austrian kind of film. It's like a European international film. Troll. And um, I thought to myself, God, I'd like to see that in the cinema. It's almost got a Roland Emmerich kind of vibe to it. But Netflix once again purchased it and now it'll go straight to streaming, which is slightly frustrating. It's like the new um, Predator film, Prey. I'd have enjoyed seeing that in the cinema, but Fox decided just to put it straight on Hulu uh, and then Disney Plus in England. Sorry, I'm just looking at Jonah Hill, David. I cannot believe how much weight he's lost. Oh, loads. And also, every now and then you get a side profile on him, and he's a proper middle-aged man now as well. Yeah, well, every now and then, you know when a camera picks it up? During the counselling interviews, you get the odd shot of him. And also, he's been slimmer than that. He's put on a bit of weight back on. I don't want to be critical. You know, he's, he's done very well. But he has put a bit of weight back on, in actual fact, more than anything. Do you know, I don't think I've seen one Jonah Hill movie. Not terrible. I just don't watch I movies, David. I'll tell you what, though. His first directorial debut, which he talks about, because that was the time he got to express himself more as an auteur. And it's about skateboarder kids in the 90s. And it's very good. Very good. It's got a real gritty social realism element to it about this kid growing up. He's, he's lost. He doesn't have a father figure. And he finds a group of skateboard kids to hang out in 90s LA, Los Angeles. And um, very relatable, really well filmed. It's got a proper indie Sundance vibe to it. And um, yeah, definitely worth That's on Netflix, mid 90s. And it's really worth checking out. He wrote it and directed it. So it starts. It's. What are the other uh, ones? Stutz. Stutz. What are the names of these movies? It's Stutz. The other one's called Senior. Senior. And that comes out next week. And that's okay. with Robert. I haven't seen that yet. Yes, I've seen yeah, Stutz. Yeah. But the other one next week is Senior, which is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And um, spending the last year of his father, who's a famous director, Flipping Robert out. Downey Sr. Robert Downey Sr. Uh, senior. Yeah. Not French. Yeah. Um, 
So Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. hanging out with Robert Downey Sr. Yeah. Do you know what? Someone pointed out to me um, that Robert Downey Jr.'s even got Jr. in his name. I didn't even sort of like, I just sort of went with it. I never even questioned why he's called Jr. But, uh, but that's perhaps me. I'm just the 1%, not like Trump. I'm not the rich 1%. I'm just the 1% of confused, um, not sure what's going on type of thing. <laughs> That Thank makes, you very um, much, David, for this week's any sense. movie tips. Okay, so this is the, my most, uh, this is where Jessica, would you mind standing in for, um, Mandy? Oh, thank you very much. That'd be greatly appreciated if it's possible. Anything for David, you said. Really? Uh, Which David? Okay. Okay. Anything for you? Well, that really, I'll I'll be keeping you to that. Not a bad way, but, uh, you know, it's nice of you to say that. It's nice to have someone who's uh, willing to give me favours. So, Especially if you're in an electronic box, I'm sure I could, you know, use that in some way. You can hear, Put obviously, things... hear Jessica whirring. Oh, quite different to Mandy in a way, but more, you know, a bit more. Um, yeah, just with the odd electronically beat. advanced. Yeah. yeah. So, David, I can, I can see there's a motherboard inside it, like digital, whereas Mandy was more like uh, corks and screws. So, corks, not corks, um, cogs and screws. Maybe corks. I don't know. I never looked inside. I never got to. Uh. Mastic bands, maybe. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a bit off. That's a bit okay. nasty. Mastic bands. Elastic. Oh, right. Sorry. Elastic. So, if you've never heard this uh, podcast before, uh, do you want to explain this part of it, David? Absolutely. Um, Jessica will generate um, movie information which will come together to form a film for me to view this weekend and review for next week. Uh, ra- yeah, ra- you have to pick a film randomly, don't you? And uh, randomly, that's just that's, the, that's like, why it's called random movie generation. Like a giant digital uh, ladle gone into the sea of data, and it'll bring out a, a, a cinema drink for me. Always a nerve-wracking time for you, isn't it? Very. I really want to get a movie that absolutely busts your nipples wide open. Oh, I'd love that. Just explode both of them at the same time. I'll be nippleless, but it'd be worth it. Yeah, that's it. Right. Here we go. So a shower of flesh and blood. And milk. So let's... And milk. Quite right. I didn't think of that. I'd be cleaning it up after the two band-aids either side so of my chest. let's choose the first film, the genre of the first movie. Press the button. Mystery. Oh, okay. And now the decade of the first film. Press the button. 1990s. Okay. And we generate, please, Jessica. Jessica has generated four movies, and you now, Jessica, will spin the movies, and you have to tell. Uh, when to stop. Stop. In the Line of Fire. Oh, the Clint Eastwood film. I've never seen that. Oh. That's where he's got to look after the president, isn't he? Yeah. Bizarrely, I started reading the script to that, That's and I quite enjoyed it. It's good, isn't it? Do you know what? I'm, I'm really glad that 33.3% of these movies this week, there's something you want to watch. Yes, I think... Seen. That's nice. I, Absolutely. Is John Malkovich in that, or have I dreamt that? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that, the villain. Yeah. And it's basically um, Clint Eastwood's... Oh, Renny Root, I've forgotten all about her. Um, It's basically Clint Eastwood, um, he felt uh, involved, not involved, but he let down JFK, didn't he? Something like that, the the president got assassinated. And now it's another potential president assassination, and he's got to stop it happening, I think. Oh, I, think I read the script yeah. and I um yeah it certainly okay. hooked me in so I'd be interested. Let's choose the genre of the second movie. Stop. Horror. Ooh. And now let's choose the decade. 
Stop. 1980s. That could be anything, couldn't it? And we generate. So, Mandy? Uh, sorry, Mandy. Sorry, Je- Jessica. Oh, great. <laughs> sorry, Jessica. David wouldn't do that. Did you hear that? Oh, David wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Okay, You're so quite right. You've got Jessica, that right again. It's four, as, um, come up with four movies that she's now going to spin, and you have to ask her to stop. Stop. Evil Dead. Okay, do you know, I've never seen the, um, I've seen Evil Dead 2, I've seen Army of Darkness, I've never seen the first one. Oh my god, we've got a good That would be really, that's a proper, that's a proper low budget indie film, that is, that's a real classic, because, I'm excited. That's what inspired Edgar Wright. I'm excited about you watching both of these movies. Yeah, I'd be very interested in that, massively. Okay, so the third movie, yeah. To uh, generate, please, Jessica. So, David, please choose the genre. Stop. Do it again as TV movie. Oh, okay. Press the button. Horror again. Ooh. And now, uh, the decade. Press the button. 1950s. Oh my goodness! Oh dear! This could be the um... generate. Okay, so Jessica oh has God. just when things are going well. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> just flying the way. Oh, it might be good. Jessica has um, generated four movies, uh, which will now spin round and round. They go, and David has to tell her when to stop. So please tell Jessica when to stop. Stop. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Goodness me, that could be hard work to get through. I mean, Evil Dead, Line of Fire, they'll be very comfortable viewing experiences, I believe. <clears throat> I've got to be honest with you, David. The cover of the looks fucking fantastic. The creature. Yeah, it from could the Black. be good. It, I, honestly, I should knock it. It looks really good. You never know what you're going to like. Okay. It's like the Clint Eastwood one might be really quite formulaic. Do you know what I mean? A bit of a letdown. You never know. Okay. So, I have uh, labelled, I've given them each a letter, A, B and C. I've jumbled them around. So, the movie that you're going to watch next week, are you going to choose A, B or C. B. In the line of fire. Oh. Okay. All right. That's good. My Sunday's been saved by Clint. E. Clint. Oh, there we go. Uh, that's what I want. Uh, that's things. I'd love to sit down and watch that. I'd love to watch Oh, yeah, God, I, I think it's... I'm amazed I've never watched it. I think it's good old-fashioned 90s pre-Netflix cinema blockbuster. You know, we had a movie star, a man of a gun, and a mission. None of this comic book cape rubbish. Really looking love forward it. to hearing what you think of it. No, I'm looking forward to that, definitely. That really is... Um, I think I'll... Uh, a nice... Uh, for some reason, I've got a Ginkster's pasty in the fridge. I'm going to chuck that in the microwave. Oh, put a, perfect. Put a, put a slice of cheese on top. What? And... Uh, Sometimes I put a bit of cheese on top of the gangster pasty on top. Just to give it that extra. Have you really got gangster pasty? Yeah, give it a fromage kiss on top of the uh, gangster pasty. Alive. And then um, I don't know. I really maybe I'm not. Maybe this is all just one sort of dream from the grave. It makes oh, a lot of sense if it was. Okay. And, okay. Um, and then eat that. Put yeah. that in my mouth and chew yeah. and watch Clint. But could you heat it up? Warm it up? Oh yes, it'll go in the microwave. Yeah, in the absolutely yeah. okay because that's the, that's the, the um, cheese yeah the microwave absolutely my um my life support system without that i would not be here right now so david thank you so much i look forward to you rev- uh, hearing your review of in the line of fire definitely uh, we're now going to be if you've got time to uh, answer some patron questions definitely but uh, in the meantime thank you so much everyone for listening please thank like you. and subscribe thank you. and leave a generous uh, positive comment because they all help don't they David oh massively they yeah. really are just for my mental health yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean just really gives me a boost particularly with um, I can't put the heating on 
because of the uh, the energy, but that's untrue. I, I yeah, put it on yeah, this morning. Yeah, don't, that's too don't much. Absolutely, don't lay it on. Don't yeah. be a con man. Did you put the on this morning? Very briefly, very briefly. You've got to you've got to avoid. Uh, well, it was down to fourteen. I'm looking at my thermostat now. It's sixteen. It's not as bad. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. For that's not the most interesting information, but there you go. People. Thank you so much, everyone. That's for hot Hollywood news. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. Au revoir. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Au revoir. Take care. Keep on driving. Oh, random.